0: Hello Cryptonauts, today we are recording for January 25th, 2021. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. Hi, I'm your host, Blockchain John. All right, Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 top cryptocurrency categories by market cap. All right, so this is a new uh, a new segment or a new section here on CoinGecko. So This is the first time doing this. Here we go. Number one, decentralized finance, DeFi with a market cap of thousand million billion eighty four point five billion dollars number two exchanged based tokens with sixty nine point four billion dollars number three dot ecosystem with fifty two billion dollars number four centralized exchange token with forty eight point eight billion dollars number five stable coins with forty eight point four billion dollars number six Binance Smart Chain with $41.6 billion. Number 7 Governance with $29.6 billion. Number 8 Yield Farming with $25.8 billion. Number 9 Decentralized decentralized Exchange Token with $23 billion. And Number 10 Oracle with $15.9 billion. All right, cryptonauts, that is your top 10 top cryptocurrency categories by market cap. Your overall total market cap is at $1.629 trillion, up by 0.5%. All right, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Alright, nuts. next reminder we are using decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as quadgecko.com to get our daily stats. Make sure you collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Matt Husey Ethereum booms as investors search for something new. January is all about Ethereum, the world's second largest cryptocurrency but market cap, has been surging in 2021 and over the weekend. Broke through its previous all-time high of $1,439, a record is set only a week before. In fact, on January 1st, Ethereum, Ethereum's price sat around $730, uh, but in the last 24-5 days has doubled, according to data provider Nomix. Compared to Bitcoin, which has a bumpy start of the year, Ethereum's year-to-date growth is around 88%, where Bitcoin is only 10%. What's going on here? DeFi is back. To catch all terms for decentralized financial projects that provide access to lending and staking services has come back to life. After the summer of 2020, which saw projects offer 1,000% returns on staking pool, but little transparency over how these pools operated, the more established players appear to have hit a purple patch. Ave. Uh, let's see, is lending up to 11%, Uniswap, with its governance token is up 20%, Sushiswap is up nearly 10%, all of which help to push the price of ETH as these projects all use Ethereum's ERC20 token standard to create new tokens. This has led institutional investors those big buyers who went in search of exotic assets after the March 2020 market crash and found Bitcoin. To take a closer look at Ethereum as another investment with huge potential. Future contracts, a key avenue for investors to gain exposure to crypto price movements, broke all-time highs last week as $4.5 billion worth of bets were placed on Ethereum's price. Earning results and Fed meeting play key role for markets. It's a busy week for market watchers. The Federal Reserve is due to make a statement on interest rates and its aggressive asset purchase program designed to keep the markets moving this week. Data for Q4 and the U.S. economy is due to be published. At Facebook, Apple, and Tesla are all due to report earnings for the fourth quarter this week. With the Fed, it appears unlikely it will take a, take its foot off the gas of its asset buying program, currently hitting 120 billion dollars per month, effectively underwriting the markets. Inter- interest, interest rates are also set to remain the same until at least 2023. The U.S. economy performance in the tail end of 2020 is expected to be up around 4%, which is good, but not as in, as impressive as in the third quarter, which saw a 33% spike in the growth of the economy. Alright, next news. There we go. Written by Sharyua Mawa. Attackers use file storage platform to secretly mine Bitcoin. Hardware computer and uh, QNAP issued an advisory to clients last week after finding an ongoing attack on its network-attached storage device. As per a report on the security outlet bleeping computer, the attack sees affected devices illicitly mine Bitcoin. Based in Taiwan, QNAP is a large player in the file storage and memory device space. Such devices contain the computing uh, prowess that can be put to mining Bitcoin via thousands of complex calculations each second to maintain the network and receive rewards, making QNAP a target for the attack. The mining malware has itself been dubbed DoveCat by security experts who say it has been affecting computer systems other than QNAP since November last year. It's a bane for QNAP's customers as the malware ends up hogging all the computing power available, making their devices unusable for everyday work. Weak passwords to blame. On its part, QNAP identified the use of weak passwords for NAS devices as as the major source for malware intrusion. According to analysts, QNAP NAS can become infected when they are connected to the internet with weak user passwords, the firm said. To safeguard against such malware, QNAP asked all clients to update and use more difficult passwords, install malware detecting programs, and update their NAS devices to the latest software. Alright, next news written by Andrew S. McCall. Mining Bitcoin is now trickier than ever. Bitcoin is now the hard is Bitcoin is now harder to mine than ever before, as the mining difficulty of the largest cryptocurrency by market cap has hit a new all-time high above 28, 20.8 trillion, according to data prov- provided by BitInfoCharts. This represents a 1.05% increase since the last. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> <coughs> this represents a 1.05 percent increase since the last readjustment on january 9th when the mining difficulty reached a record high above 20.6 trillion marking the biggest spike in nearly four months difficulty is a relative measure of the amount of computational resources required to mine bitcoin this value either increased or decreased after every 2016 blocks or roughly every 14 days depending on how quickly the previous 2016 blocks were found the latest Bitcoin mining difficulty increased came amid reports of China-based mi- uh, miners facing setbacks caused by a global lack of mining chips. There are not enough chips to support the production of mining rigs, Alex Owl, Vice President of InnoSilicon, a major provider of mining equipment, told the Reuters. Uh, this has resulted in unprecedented prices in, of mining equipment in China, once a dominant force of the mining landscape. The report suggests that the price of new equipment have doubled while well, well, second-hand machines saw their prices jump by more than 50% in the past year. However, the demand for cryptocurrency is still very high, and miners are willing to pay a premium for picking up even more machines. Some are even taking out loans to do so, demonstrating their confidence in Bitcoin. Bitcoin's hash rate keeps growing. Meanwhile, Bitcoin's hash rate, the measuring unit of the processing power of the network, has seen a slight drop in the, in the, in the past week, but it's still close to an all-time high on January 17th, uh, currently a figure up uh, is at 145.6 exahashes hashes a second according to data provided by blockchain.com. Alright. Next news. Written by Liam Frost. DeFi market ca- cap reaches $45 billion as token prices shoot up. The token market capitalization of all decentralized finance tokens has exceeded $45 billion today, according to cryptometrics platform CoinGecko. Uh, market capitalization is an asset current price. Uh, multiplied by its total supply. A metric that lets you compare multiple. Oh, did we crash again? Oh, no. Uh, computer crashed again. <sighs> Market capitalization is an asset current price multiplied by its total supply, a metric that lets you compare multiple coins that have widely varying supplies. In other words, this means that all DeFi specific tokens combined are worth over $45.5 billion at press time. The, evidently, the DeFi ecosystem grew by another $2 billion in terms of its market cap since then, in just one day. During the same period, the total da- daily trading volume of DeFi tokens exceed $12 billion. Over the past weekend, for example, many DeFi tokens have seen significant price surges that contributing to the total market cap growth. Out of the top 10 assets, Uniswap and Aave showed the most notable results, both increasing in price by roughly 40% in the last 7 days. According to CoinGecko, other coins rose even faster, with Dodo and Alpha Finance each doubling in the past 7 days. Okay, next news. Written by... Shaiwa Mawa. Google searches for Bitcoin are skyrocketing in Argentina. Google searches for Bitcoin in Argentina have surged skyward in the past few months. Data from search engine giants shows it follows Bitcoin's price rise from under $4,000 to over $41,000 in the past year, but outperformed searches in other countries. Trends Are a proprietary metric used by Googles to calculate the interest in a particular term, sentence, or word in a certain region in a particular time period compared to all searches from the the same term in another time period. A value of 100 is said to be peaky peaky popularity, while values below 50 mean half or less than half of the popularity. Bitcoin zoomed to 100 level in Argentina last week, up from a popularity of just. 28 in December last year. The move coincided with the asset breaking its past its all-time high of nearly $20,000 to over $41,000 around the same time, which may have contributed to the interest as well. <clears throat> the value is also the highest it had ever had been in the past five years, with search data showing its current interest from for Bitcoin searches was twice that of 2017's infamous bull run. Bitcoin to the rescue Research shows that since the last decade, Argentina's economy has reeled from price depreciation, uh, excessive debt, buildup, inflation, and economic contraction. This has caused widespread unemployment and limited jobs for the youth. All factors that lead uh, to the adoption of decentralized and deflationary assets such as Bitcoin. Alright, next news written by Sharyuwa Malwa. Marathon invests $150 million in Bitcoin. Stock rises 7%. The stock of crypto mining company Marathon Patent Group jumped 7.7% in pre-market hours today. Soon after, it announced its purchase of over $150 million worth of Bitcoin. It trades at $19.86 at press time. The surge added to Marathon's 2,800% stock rise over the past year from nearly $1 to over 28 million in the first week of January. That move itself was in tandem with Bitcoin's own price jump from under $4,500 in May 2020 to over $41,000 in December last year. Marathon's stock jump is similar to how traditional market traders react to technology firms, MicroStrategy, and Square announcing their own Bitcoin purchase last year. The stocks of both companies jumped by several percent immediately after they made their purchases public. That happened as most accredited and regulated markets participants cannot hold Bitcoin directly and instead have to resort to either Bitcoin futures, a speculative bet on the assets' price movements, or publicly traded companies like Marathon, which conduct business in the crypto space to profit from Bitcoin's upside. All right. Meanwhile, Marathon CEO Merrick Okamoto said that. The mammoth Bitcoin purchase was to hedge against a depreciating U.S. dollar. Quote, We believe that holding part of our treasury reserves in Bitcoin will do a better long-term strategy than holding U.S. dollars, he said in a statement. Nice, 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 nice. Overall, the firm picked up 4,812.66 Bitcoin. The mining player is also on track to receive over 103,060 mining machines advanced computing devices that perform thousands of calculations each second to maintain the Bitcoin's network by 2022, 2022, which will further be used to expand its business. Meanwhile, Bitcoin itself jumped by 7% today, trading at over $35,000 at press time after a brief price dip last week. All right, nice. Next, news written by Liam Brost, the guy who sold baklava for Bitcoin. Nice. George Mandrik, one of the earliest OG Bitcoin adopters, began his crypto journey by selling baklava, the popular Turkish pastry dessert, for BTC back in 2011. He reminisced reminisced, during the last episode of the Stefan Levara podcast published today. Quote, By the end of 2011, I heard about Bitcoin when somebody offered to pay for... Ba- Baklava. I was selling baklava on the internet, just doing what I, whatever I could. So I was offered Bitcoin to sell to Roger Ver, uh, said Mandric later, adding that his first crypto-enabled order was baklava, netted 14 Bitcoin worth around 480,000 dollars today. <laughs> wow! I had so much. I, I had such a great time speaking with Stefan. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Uh, tweeted mandrik Since since things weren't weren't too good financially Mandric was initially selling his BTC to pay bills and rent. All those points were far from the last uh, last ones to get sold. But as time went on he began taking crypto more seriously and started to look for a way to actually hold them for longer because having an alternative to the US dollar was so cool. At the time, a lot of like-minded libertarians were also living in New Hampshire, which allowed him to find more people who were willing to pay with Bitcoin. And later, Mandarik also expanded his enterprise into the house cleaning industry. Of course, he accepted BTC for its services without any reservations by that point. All right. Cool. Nice. Love it. Actually, I'm kind of curious. Let's, let's see what else. at the bottom. Scroll on down. Scrolling down. There's a long story on this guy. Let's see. But... According to him people shouldn't really dwell too much on how much money they could have made since a lot of Bitcoin since a lot of Bitcoin early uh, holders have sold their coins as uh, at a way lower point than today including Manrick himself there were so many opportunities if I really wanted to beat myself up I could just dwell on the on on this all the time that I've sold Bitcoin and just think oh I could have had so many more coins now if I did if I didn't do this or whatever said Ma- Manrick. But that was part of my Bitcoin experience, he said, adding, If I didn't do that, I don't know. Like, I don't regret ever spending a single Bitcoin. You know what? (laughs) Madrig, I agree with you, my guy. I agree with you because that's my experience. It's one of those things that people like us early on, we had to basically do our part for the Bitcoin community. You know, if I didn't trade my Bitcoin and if I didn't let it go, who knows, man? Maybe... Bitcoin wouldn't move forward. There's a lot of us. There's a lot of us that did this. And that was the only way that the Bitcoin uh, was actually going to uh, reveal its true value. It had to be stimulated in the market. We had to dump our coins into the market to show people that there was actually true value in there. Because I also did the same thing. I'm not going to say exactly how much Bitcoin I had, but it was a nice bag at the time. At that time, I don't... Straight up, I don't have what I had at that time currently. I don't have it, I don't have it, so if you're trying to hack me, I don't, I don't got it, I don't got it, so don't, don't look at my, don't look at my back, all I got is a ripped sock, all right, next news, you gotta be kidding me, come on, don't be freezing up on me, what's going on here, oh no, that's just my mouse, (laughs) all right, next news, written by, I'm like so traumatized now by this computer freezing up on me, like every, every few minutes, jeez, all right. Next news, written by Will Gotenjan. Miami Mayor hires city's first CTO in fintech. Oh, I have the sneeze. Oh uh, no. Miami's mayor hires. Wait, is that a sneeze coming? I don't know. Uh, no. Pink elephants. Pink elephants. Pink elephants. Pink elephants. Okay. No, oh, I'm good. Miami Mayor hires city's first CTO in fintech, crypto push. Miami Mayor Francis Suarez said this morning that he'd hired the city's first ever chief technology officer. The move appears to be part of Suarez's large effort to turn Miami into a hub for tech entrepreneurs and companies, including crypto startups. Let's go past this tweet go on down. Suarez told NBC News that the city's chief technology officer will provide uh, con- concierge services for tech firms coming to Miami, presumably to help them feel a little more welcome. He's been sp- specifically courting the crypto industry, taking meetings with the Wink of Boss Twins, who run the crypto exchange Gemini, as well as executives from Bitcoin mining companies and DeFi initiatives. During his chat with the Wink of Oz Twins, Suarez said he wants Miami to be the most crypto competitive city in the world and mentioned potential plans to accept f- city fees in crypto. That is so awesome. Love it. Next news written by Will Göttingen. Goldman Sachs CEO regulations will undermine Bitcoin. In a new interview with CNBC's Squawk Box, the former Goldman Sachs CEO Lloyd uh, Blankfield said there's reasons to be skeptical about Bitcoin. Quote, It could work, Blankfield told host Andrew Ross Sorkin, but really, at the end of the day, currency is supposed to accomplish a couple of things. It's supposed to be a medium of exchange and a store of value. Blankfield went on to explain why Bitcoin, in his opinion, doesn't exactly meet those criteria. If I were a regulator, I would be kind of hyperventilating at the success of it at the moment, and I'd be be arming myself to deal with it. it, says uh, Lloyd Bankfield on, on Bitcoin. Interesting. The market more or less bears that out. Earlier this month, Bitcoin lost about a fifth of its value overnight. Its famously volatile investment last March, the pandemic induced stock market crashed, sent, sent it from the highest 8,000s to the mid 4,000s, and the price saw a huge jump last year, setting an all time high of above 40,000. Wow. Uh, as far as its being in medium of exchange, Blankfield suggests that Bitcoin's uh, veneer of anonymity poses a problem for regulators looking to curb money laundering and illegal activity. You don't know whether you're paying the North Koreans or Al-Qaeda or Revolutionary Guard. While it's true that Bitcoin can be used to finance criminal activity, the system isn't anonymous. Ever since transactions is publicly recorded, cash remains a far better option for criminals looking to keep things quiet. He went on to say that even if Bitcoin continues edging into the mainstream, its inevitable regulations may counteract some of the some of the appeal. This could be work, workable, but it will undermine the freedom, liberty, and lack of transparency that people like about it in the first place. So, that's the uh, conundrum that Bitcoin will have to deal with, a uh, deal itself out. If I were a regulator, I would be kind of, uh, kind of hyperventilating at the success of the moment, and I'd be arming myself to deal with it. Okay. Next news, ran by Will Gotzenjen. Mike Novogratz's Galaxy Digital to launch Ethereum fund. Uh, the cryptocurrency investment firm Galaxy Digital is planning m- new funds for Ethereum's native coin, Ether. According to documents shared with clients and reviewed by the block, the firm is launching a vehicle called the Galaxy Ethereum Fund, along with two other ETH-focused funds geared towards onshore and offshore institutions investors, The onshore institutional funds requires a minimum investment of $250,000, though the minimum is lowered to $100,000 for the offshore oops, for the offshore fund. Uh, these new funds provide exposure to ETH for investors who aren't interested in holding or trading it themselves. The fund profile points to DeFi protocols, a collection of peer-to-peer non-custodial finance, financial products, as a potential growth area for the network. Many of these products hinge on Ethereum-based tokens. What's good for Ethereum, they suggest, is good for Ether, cryptocurrency. Six applications in decentralized finance space are now worth more than a billion dollars and generate up to hundreds of millions of dollars in annualized revenue. Galaxy D- Digital believes Ethereum is an emerg- emerging substrate for programming and interacting with digital value that will be- become ubiquitous in the future. The company was not immediately available for comment. All right, we'll leave it at that. Next news. Written by Andrew Hayward. How Hedera is ensuring the safety of Pfizer's COVID vaccine. The first wave of COVID-19 vaccines are rolling out globally with an estimated 65 million doses already administered, according to Bloomberg. It's a sign of relief for many the world over, but some of the vaccines require very careful handling and storage to be viable. The first vaccine approved by the United uh, United States Food and Drug Administration, co-developed by Pfizer and BioNTech, must be kept at temperatures between negative 80 degrees Celsius and negative 60 degrees Celsius in cold storage and between 2 degrees Celsius and 8 degrees Celsius uh, for up to 5 days in the refrigerator before being administered. Left outside of those temperature windows, any dose must be discarded. Obviously, nobody wants that, right? So, what are they doing? Let's see. Uh, Last week, news broke that the UK's South Warwickshire NHS Foundation Trust has tapped software company uh, everywhere, everywhere and distributed ledger technology firm Hedera Hashgraph to track the temperatures of the Pfizer vaccine throughout the transportation and storage process. Thanks to internet-connected thermo, uh, thermometers to the, in the refrigerator, temperatures are at automatically recorded to the Hedera's ledger. Hedera's Hashgraph co-founded, co-founder and CEO, Mance Harman, appears on today's episode of the Decrypt Daily podcast to describe the process and the benefits of using his firm's blockchain-like distributed ledger technology. Quote, Everywhere is monitoring the temperature of the vaccine, both in the data centers and at the hospitals. And that information flows throughout our system and becomes uh, tamper-proof information that people can uh, then can depend on in the future to know exactly what the state of the vaccine was. What happened, said Harman. There is no opportunity for it to be changed or tampered with. And then that information can be used for analytics by anyone in the industry that wants to know what was going on with the vaccine. I love that. That is amazing. That's great stuff. blockchain technology i'm telling you man i've been telling everybody but everyone's like no you know this this blockchain stuff is not gonna work i told them 10 years ago and nobody believed me i'm telling you in the future it's only gonna continue to advance blockchain's gonna advance there's gonna be a time where you're gonna drive up to the gas station or to the electrics <laughs> battery station i don't I don't know what you call those things <laughs> and and you're gonna you it's gonna be all blockchain connected you're gonna use your device whatever if it's iot going to connect your you're either going to tap your watch your your smartphone or your ring or whatever whatever your necklace to uh to the screen or scan scan a a qr code or whatever and it's going to be all blockchain based boom cool love it awesome next news written by jeff benson bitcoin crypto current crypto assets won't last bank of england head Speaking uh, during a World Economic Forum panel on resetting digital currencies, Bank of England Governor Andrew Bailey said that no existing digital currency has the, the design and governance to make a lasting impact on global finance. When asked whether digital currencies had turned a corner in recent years in terms of sentiment or utility, Bailey responded, no, I don't think we're there yet. I don't think cryptocurrencies, as originally formulated, are it. Instead, he said, the whole question of people having assurance that their payments are going to be made in something with stable value, which, as the history lessons say, ultimately links back to what we call fiat currencies. Hmm. Bailey, however, said there's there's room for innovation here, which is why it's important to continue discussing stablecoins, which are digital currencies designed to hold value to another currency, a central bank digital currency, which would be governed. Government issued asset. Andrew Bailey has led Britain's central bank since March of last year, after previously serving as deputy governor and then chief executive of the UK's security regulator, the Financial Conduct Authority. Bailey's primary concern then is with regulation, which he said was about serving the public interest. All right, next news and last news of the day, written by Jeff Benson. Senate Confirms Janet Yellen as Treasury Secretary uh, The U.S. Senate confirmed President Joe Biden's nomination of Janet Yellen as Treasury Secretary on Monday in an 84-15 vote. Yellen, who previously helmed the Federal Reserve from 2014 to 2018, described herself as not a fan of Bitcoin in October 2018. She's also referred to it as a highly speculative asset. More recently, during the confirmation process, For the Treasury role, Yellen updated her thoughts on cryptocurrency, which she thinks can benefit the financial system. In oral testimony in front of the Senate Finance uh, Committee, Yellen answered a question about cryptocurrencies being used to finance terrorism uh, by stating that regulators and policymakers should examine ways in which we can curtail their use, at least with regards to illicit purposes. Her written testimony was more expansive on the issue. I think it's important we consider the benefits of cryptocurrencies and other digital assets, and the potential they have to improve the efficiency of the financial systems," she wrote. Just out, here's Janet Yellen answering a question about Bitcoin. Okay, well, I already read that. I already read that. Uh, let's see. As Treasury Secretary, Yellen will be in charge of several agencies that deal with cryptocurrencies. The most notable being the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, FinCEN, and the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency. The former Guard Against Terrorism funding the money laundering, the latter, which is an independent bureau, regulates national banks and credit unions, including the first cryptocurrency institutions with a national charter, Anchorage. Nice. So that is it, Cryptonauts. That's it. It's official. Janet Yellen as Treasury Secretary. So with that said, (laughs) Cryptonauts, thank you for listening. I do greatly appreciate it. I'm doing my best to catch up little by little. To buy a stack a and huddle adiós